Market commentators are a lot less bullish than they were at the start of 2015 with a possible Brexit referendum on the horizon, the US election looming and oil prices still unpredictable, all making it hard to forecast the trends of 2016. With me to discuss is Panmere Gordon's David Buick. David, 2015 predictions, they weren't exactly on the money, but then again, predictions never are. So looking towards the year ahead, do you think we should go in with an open mind and lots of contingency plans? I think the cocktail is pretty toxic. In terms of the um, mature indices, I wouldn't be over hopeful. Many of them you've mentioned. Um, I think the UK government has presented its credentials for staying in Europe very badly. I think the vote will be uh, very close. And I think that for equities and for the economy, that's bad news because they don't like uncertainty and that's what it's breeding, unfortunately. Perhaps the fall in oil prices and the fall in commodity prices, uh, together with China falling off the precipice in terms of growth, in terms of what we expected, were the main drivers of driving indices down for the latter part of 2015. I don't see a recovery situation there at all. A lot of people are talking the spat between Saudi Arabia and Iran as possibly being something that can lift the oil price. I'm not sure about that. The simple reason that one is going to try and cut the throat of the other in terms of glut. Then you've got the fact that if you look at the P ratios of uh, the major indices, particularly let's look at the Dow at 18 times earning and the FTSE at 16 times earning, I would describe that as pretty rich. And we've also seen the fact that the most important thing, I think, for equities going forward into 2016 is no inflation. Well, this is all sort of not exactly positive. So what sort of impact will this have on the FTSE 100? I'm guessing then this isn't going to be a good year for them. If we were to end the year at 6,000, I would be absolutely delighted. I think we could see a little bit of a shakeout in the first three months for the reasons I've already given. But you will find that there are big M&A activities uh, and the UK economy is doing well. Investors, I think, have now accepted the fact that the FTSE 100 is not a barometer of the UK economy. It's an international index, and it gives you a flavour of what's going on. Unfortunately, we have a very strong emphasis in energy, mining, and banks, and they're all underperforming. Banks, you can say, well, gosh, there's a great recovery there. And I would say to you, is there? For the simple reason that the capital requirements are going to be absolutely colossal. The interest rates, everybody thinks that the Bank of England, because it's of its real desire to see interest rates go up for all the right reasons, hasn't got the background to do it because the inflation's not there. The wage inflation's only about 2 to 3%. But David, a new year, new start. Where are the green shoots? Where are the industries to watch? Small and medium-sized enterprises. Look at the FTSE 250. It put on 8.5% last year, and there were some wonderful companies in there. Betfair, up 151%. Bellway, one of the smallest builders, up 83%. Crest Nicholson, which came to the market last year for the second time, up 42%. And there are similar companies out there, and many smaller, really good companies that have got growth prospects, that have got hope prospects of actually entering the market, technological companies, small ones, people like Microfocus. It is not nil desperandum. It is a question of be on the right horse, back it at the right price, and you'll be okay. But if you're looking to make money out of the FTSE, the Dow, the DAX, and the CACs, I would say to you in French, Prinigard.